0: Welcome to Phone Messages Episode 68, Midway Studios. My name is Paul Mason Foch. This week I play the second message from Sakei Tang. And based on what she says, it was clearly recorded on the same day in the spring of 1989 as her previous message from Episode 67. In that message, she invites me to the musical Les Miserables. The message is 30 seconds long, and immediately after, we will hear Sake's response. Here we go.
1: Hi Paul, this is Sake again. Uh, the tickets are for today, so call me back. I'm going to be at the studio later on, okay? So try the studio, which is six six seven nine one two six, or me at home, two eight eight zero four two one. 421 because otherwise I have to find somebody else, like I said. All right, bye. I guess that was the last year of my studio program. I was an art major, so I was going to the studio quite a lot. That was probably in the morning or early afternoon, I was planning my day.
0: What was your studio
1: like? So at the University of Chicago, there's an art department, and it is located across the Midway in an old studio of a Chicago sculptor. His name is Loretto Taff. So there were about five to six art major undergrad, And the rest of the people, which was about maybe six or eight, were the graduate students. And so as an undergrad, you get to have your own studio, I think, the last year or the last two years of your studies. So the last year, I got a really nice studio above Loretto Taft sculpture studio. There was a set of stairs that you go up the stairs, and it opens up into two French doors and there were two rooms, a bathroom, and that was my studio.
0: So when you gave me the phone number to reach you at your studio, did you have your own phone line?
1: No, it was a pay phone. How did that work? There was one pay phone just outside of the photo lab, I think, and when that phone rings, Whoever is nearest the phone will pick it up, and then we will fetch the person.
0: So, what would your studio have looked like? Like, what kinds of things were you working on?
1: I made a sculpture, they're sort of of my parents and my, my own experiences. I made a sculpture about my dad's departure from Hong Kong. And, you know, It was a sculpture based on a moment when my dad came to me to say goodbye to me. It was almost like a defining moment in my life. And there was like a person in bed and that was supposed to be me. And then my dad was like this figure that was split at the doorway. Part of him wants to stay and part of him wants to go.
0: Did you have a job in mm-hmm. Chicago?
1: The last year, I think I was working at the Art Institute in the photo services department. Um, I was filing negatives.
0: Filing negatives. What do you?
1: Photos. Well, at the Art Institute, they have a photo services department. They're in charge of photographing artwork and creating an archive. So when other people, other publications, is looking for reproduction of a certain piece of work, they go through the photo services department.
0: What was your favorite part of the museum?
1: I remember there was an exit from the offices. I'm not sure if there was an elevator. You emerge from the back, and then as you were, like, entering the museum hall itself you kind of then blend yourself with other visitors you know but it feels like you're coming from the inside out and so you really see that it is a a bit of a production you know it's a show.
0: So how did you get that job and did they show you artworks and quiz you?
1: No I wasn't an art history major and they didn't ask me anything like that and I was interested in photography, so...
0: Did they ask you questions about photography?
1: No, no. It was a filing job. So, (laughs) really, anyone can do it.
0: Well, that sounds like a dream job. I love the idea of seeing the Art Institute from the inside out. Her two-room studio with French doors also sounds pretty nice. As Sakay notes, it was located in a series of structures that previously formed the studios of Laredo Taft, who was a Chicago sculptor known for monumental statues like the Fountain of Time, which sits at the west end of the Midway Pleasance. Taft converted a brick barn located on the Midway's south edge into his studio in 1906. Over time, he extended the building to create space for additional artists. The property was owned by the University of Chicago, so at his death in 1936, it became part of the university campus. Initially, it was used for a variety of purposes, including a dendrochronology lab, where growth rings were studied to determine the age of trees, and an anthropology lab where more than 600 skeletons were stored. In the 1960s, these old bones were removed, and the buildings were renovated to accommodate more classrooms and individual studios. In the 1980s, while Sake and I were in college the complex still had the character of Taft's original buildings, a haphazard series of chambers that opened to a court with a high vaulted roof. In 2012, the Department of Visual Arts moved to the Logan Center for the Arts, a massive modern facility constructed directly to the west. Laredo Taft's old Midway Studios continue to be used by faculty and for artistic events. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you again to Sakai for her portrait of the past. If you have a message to draw or have other comments, please contact me through my website, pfoch.com. That's p-f-o-t-s-c-h com. I had editing help again this week from Duas Grung. Thanks to him, and thank you for listening. Talk to you next week.